0: Welcome to Pros and Cons, a show about a variety of topics. I'm Jack. And I'm Kev. Let's talk about Easter and Passover. Are
1: they the same thing?
0: No, but kind of connected a little bit, which we'll get into. But do you, I mean, I doubt currently much, but have you celebrated Easter much in the past?
1: It's my favorite holiday, first and foremost. Let's put some respect on that.
0: Uh, no. Yeah, no.
1: I never even know when Easter's coming. And the funny shit is, like, Easter's always
0: right around my birthday. Right. I'm an April baby. Have you ever had a birthday on Easter?
1: I don't know. When is Easter?
0: Yeah, I forget exactly. I think I have it written down somewhere. But it's not like in, you know, a set date every year.
1: As seconds go by, I'm starting to realize. I have had Kev birthday cake and candles blown on an Easter celebrating my birthday Ooh. but what is not clear is if my birthday was like the next day you know right. or like the day before or whatever it is but i do remember
0: that so maybe yeah i just double checked and easter is the sunday after the full moon that is next after the march equinox so it's way more complicated than it needs to be which we can get to for both of these in a bit but In terms of the birthday part, it's kind of weird since usually if you have a birthday line up with a holiday, it's like every year you know that's the case already, you know? Like if your birthday is on Halloween or something like that. But Easter and also Passover, although that lasts multiple days, so it's different, but it could line up and...
1: At least for me, like I think I wouldn't want it to fall on my birthday, like it's my day the day kevin resurrected not jesus say it loud though,
0: <laughs> for those that couldn't hear it in the back but i want my birthday to just be my birthday so did you ever do anything for easter growing up at all in terms of like family stuff
1: yeah anything yeah we used to do things um i don't remember much as like a young young kid like back in the dr days i don't really remember much even though i do remember that like over there We take it more serious, like even with like Good Friday, the Friday before over there, they take it serious. Like they don't eat meat and stuff like eat fish, be super cautious, do your thing, go to church, do whatever, visit family. Yeah, some people do it here, but not everyone where over there is like a majority of the people do it or follow it. Other than that, I don't have much memory of celebrating Easter, but once I moved to the States. I feel like everything, and we've talked about it in other episodes, the U.S. is really good at making money out of holidays and making it like a thing.
0: Good at marketing.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the marketing is top-notch. You know, the buying off the eggs and the, the colors, and maybe you don't have the right outfit. You know, you don't have the pastel colors you need to celebrate Easter properly. So that became more of a thing once I came to the States and... We'd go over to, like, families' houses. And I was, like, in my early teens, like, 9, 10, 11, did some of them egg hunts, you know? But other than that, to me, Easter was a bit of a joke. But I don't take many things serious, so
0: I see I may know. But what about you? I mean, I didn't really celebrate it at all. Like, sometimes my mom would give me, like, chocolate eggs or whatever. But, like, at the most, I would have tagged along to church with her once or something. Otherwise, I don't really have any Easter memories. And in a way, that almost makes it stronger for me because my only association with it is like the chocolate egg stuff and jelly beans also. In that way, it's a pro. I mean, kind of like Christmas in what you were saying where it's become this thing separate from the religious elements and more of a fun for all kind of aspect which hey i mean i don't con neither of us are religious like that so it's not like we're tied to that in any way and the more fun the better the more candy and etc especially when you're a kid the better
1: i hit you with the first con straight up that's easter candy
0: bro like all easter candy i mean i know you're not a chocolate fan so chocolate i'm out it's not nasty. I'm not saying it's a major con. But there's it's, so many different kinds.
1: Because usually it's like, I mean, all right, let's get it out of the way. It's usually the bunny, right? Or you got the chocolate eggs. Those are easy passes for me. After that, the arguably the most popular thing or second most is like Peeps, right? Like the marshmallows. Oh, Peeps are a con
0: for sure. I would definitely agree <laughs> with you there. Oh, Yo, straight trash. I don't even know how they're in business. The chocolates, I would say that those can come in different forms like there can be Reese's ones and stuff so for me those are a pro but I I know you're not as big into chocolate stuff
1: yeah exactly so you have Reese's which again I'm also not hating on and I might have some breaking news here uh they're starting to taste decent for me
0: damn after going on your top five cons yo
1: I'm not going out there and saying that I'm buying them or anything (laughs) but it's like one slipped in my mouth the other day and I ate it (laughs) it was good and that sounds like a joke right Like oh, how did one slip in your mouth not nah, for real so at the crib right now we have like this jar of like trail mix and there's small buttercups in it i grabbed a handful there was a couple <laughs> threw them in my mouth it was pretty good Damn. um but hey allow me to growth this is what this episode's about you know rebirth changing as a person <laughs> evolution
0: <laughs> very on brand for sure
1: Yeah, there you go. But back to candy, or we were still talking about candy, but the only one I can possibly give a yes to is like jelly beans or anything jelly slash gummy. We know I'm a fan of those, so that I give a pro to. But everything else, I feel like it's a con, and it's so many of them that I have to lean on the con side for the Easter candy. But that's me, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, I would pro pretty much everything except for peeps. And the chocolate can go either way, depending on what type. But overall, I'd say they're still usually decent. And jelly beans, I'm definitely a fan of as well. Going off the chocolate eggs, though, in terms of just regular eggs and like painting them and stuff like that, do you pro on that idea slash activity? And again, this is mainly for, at least with this, a younger experience like when you're a kid but
1: yeah I remember painting eggs once or twice right around the first time I came to the country like those first two years I remember like the very first year we did like the it's like the bleaching of the egg which I don't know if you've done or you most likely have Where like you take the egg and usually you have like water and you throw like dye in it and you have to throw the egg for like certain amount of time or hours in there and they will just grab the color of it. I'm sure I did. It looks pretty cool. More, like, abstract and shit. And probably the year right after that, we did, like, the actual physical painting with, like, a brush. And, like, you paint the egg and just make a mess. I mean, the other one's also messy as fuck. But for sure more on the fun side because you have more control of what you're doing. And it's more hands-on than just, like, letting it die. I mean, not killing it, but, you know, die. (laughs) As in color. (laughs) And... Yeah, I did it like once or twice. It's pretty fun. I definitely pro that activity. It's something that for sure, like for the younger crowd, if you have like kids like, you know, three, four five years old, it's probably like their favorite thing to do other than maybe the egg hunt itself. If you're doing that. But yeah. You remember painting any?
0: Yeah. Vaguely, not like super specific memories of an exact time, but an egg hunt. I'm not sure. Totally. If I did but it sounds like fun and i definitely pro any kind of like fun adventure thing like that passover has something vaguely similar which we'll get into when we go to that but even egg rolling i think they do like at the white house
1: wait egg rolling
0: yeah i think they roll them down capitol hill but i would pro easter as like a activity holiday parents and kids like we have been saying
1: I mean, not to jump sides between Easter and Passover, but as a kid, did you have more Easter memories or more Passover memories? Oh, Passover for sure. Oh, for real?
0: Yeah. But let's finish up with Easter first before we get into that. You know, we were talking about candy and stuff. In terms of the actual meals and traditional food, I mean, I'm not really aware of that since I didn't celebrate it in that way. But when I was looking it up, it doesn't seem like there's like a set thing that everyone kind of has seems like a wide range of stuff you can make so I guess one do you think there should be something more specific that kind of everyone has or you choose from this limited amount of options or do you like that it's kind of up for grabs
1: I think it's fine how it is like up for grabs because at least when I think of Easter and maybe this is part of why you bring it up I don't see it as a eating holiday. Well, definitely not as much as like Thanksgiving. Right. Or even Christmas, like we talked right. about it in our episode where like there's food surrounding it. The holiday isn't about food, but there's like this union that comes through food. I don't see that at all in Easter. However, Dominican culture, there is something we make. And literally, this is something, quote unquote, we only really make for Easter. What's that? Habituelas con dulce, a.k.a. sweet beans
0: yeah i did taste that at one point
1: bro incredible does it sound nasty sure i understand <laughs> like it's just like when you see i don't know like dishes from other places in the world and you're like yeah i don't know i get it it's kind of like that but fuck that shit is so good one of my favorites i easily pro it i know it's not for everybody but we usually make it in like large batches like Literally the biggest pot you have in your crib. And sometimes even grab the biggest one and the second biggest and make, like, two batches of it. Obviously, you're going to save, like, one whole batch for your crib. But the rest, you're just going to, like, hand out to your friends, family, coworkers, whoever likes it. Whoever you're taking it to probably did it, too. They're going to give you some of theirs. (laughs) It's fucking strange. I don't know how it works, but it does. And... Everyone adds, like, a little twist to it. Doesn't taste identical. Like, it's good. Everyone fucking loves it. It's technically a dessert. I mean, obviously, I said sweet beans. But, yeah, it's crazy. It makes you really gassy, too. So,
0: (laughs) yeah, I'll end it with that. I think when I tried it, I was so not used to it that I wasn't (laughs) sure how to feel. But I would be down to try it again. And I would say in terms of in general with the food not being as set, I feel like I in theory, like the idea of there being a little more focused direction for foods. But at the same time, if I think about it, the holidays, usually where that is, can be very hit or miss. Like Thanksgiving, which is kind of in between, I guess. I'm not a fan of at least the main ones, like turkey and stuff. Whereas on the other side, like July 4th, just grilling in, things like that hamburgers hot dogs whatever I personally pro, but I'm sure some people don't so it can be more limiting so maybe it works out for the better because even Christmas like you mentioned can pretty much be anything and at least in mine we do like a potluck thing on Christmas Eve that's always great so it probably works out for the best.
1: Yeah, I mean, now that I think about it as you were speaking, I guess I'm not mad at our dish, like the sweet beans, because if there's anything I associate to Easter, it's the candy or the sweets, like the chocolate and whatnot, and this is almost like a dessert, too. So, it's almost like on brand, like it fits, and it's not quite a dish. Like, you could still, I don't know, have chicken or whatever they cook at the house you're at, but then you kind of just top it off with the dessert or the sweets, and
0: it works so another thing that you had brought up is the pastel colorway of easter which i feel like you i don't know how it's worked in but you bring up pastels a lot on this show <laughs> in Prom different ways pastel boy <laughs> i mean
1: pastel colors pastel as a cake yo it don't matter so pastel
0: that's is. a pro right in terms of like the colorways of easter well like Pro conning pastels in general and being associated with Easter and fitting with the holiday, etc.
1: Yeah, I have to go with a pro. Obviously, you just mentioned I bring up or we bring up pastels, I guess, and soft tones, but yet colorful and vibrant and like full of life.
0: Yeah, pro it. Yeah, I think it's one of the biggest pros of the holiday, low key. Like you kind of take it for granted, but... Most holidays usually have like, you know, one or two colors associated with it. We talked about St. Patrick's Day having green recently. Obviously, Christmas has green and red. Halloween, orange and black, maybe even purple in there. July 4th, you could say red, white, and blue. But you don't usually have a holiday that has like a whole palette to it.
1: Yeah. I think it's something that just hits different for us for sure. Because we came up in the east coast specifically the northeast where you're just getting through the harsh winters right super dark and all of a sudden you know like springtime is here and like the colors are coming out and so i feel like at least in my eyes it was something that i don't like a sign of like oh shit like things are for sure gonna start getting better or like warmer or i don't know baseball's here like you can associate a bunch of stuff to it and on top of that the colors look dope so
0: yeah yeah And as far as movies and TV stuff, there's the Charlie Brown special, but aside from that, there's not really a whole lot that even has many scenes of it, at least that I saw. I'm sure there are TV episodes that are included in some way, but in terms of like a movie end, I didn't really see anything. There's like an old Judy Garland, Fred Astaire movie, Easter Parade, but there's not a whole lot i don't think with like that type of content and at the very least it's not used as much for tv specials as like a halloween christmas thanksgiving or even saint patrick's or july 4th but i don't know if that's necessarily con aside from maybe getting robbed of the pastels being used more often
1: yeah it's tricky for sure because Obviously, there's, like, more room for it, but I don't know that I'm craving for them, you know, Easter movies or TV episodes. Yeah. Not saying that there's no room for it. Obviously, like, there could possibly be, like, a great TV episode for Atlanta or something, like, if they make a Easter episode. Pretty sure, like, they can come up with something crazy, but... Darius goes on a egg hunt. <laughs> yeah, exactly, but inside like the egg. It's a Bitcoin, but... <laughs> a bitcoin isn't physical what is it it's a crypto wallet <laughs> yeah you know like some crazy shit and like you know they're smoking pot and like all these mind-blown moments or some shit i don't know it could be hallucinate a rabbit there you go yeah i'm not even <laughs> like you can come up with dope shit but again like i'm not quite craving it like i don't need to see that yeah yeah so yeah i don't know it's like in between
0: neutral so is there anything that jumps to mind of like this should be fixed or changed with the holiday in general? No, well, I don't know that I'd change much for it. How much of people who celebrate do you think know what Easter actually is compared to like other holidays? I'd say a
1: clean 30%. <laughs> At most. No,
0: maybe 50 They should do one of those like Jimmy Kimmel on the street videos. Yeah, and just exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Why not go straight to the streets and ask? But I would imagine that not very many. Because if I'm being honest, even I'm not 100% sure on the actual meaning of what it is.
0: Well, what would you describe it before we move on?
1: I mean, I knew this was leading into <laughs> this. I don't know why I put myself in this situation right here. But um, it's the rebirth the men above.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: Jesus Christ. uh It's like new beginnings. I feel like I always look at Easter more as a... Almost like a metaphor or it's like a...
0: Of just like rebirth in general.
1: Right. Like as literally like the start of something new. Pressing the refresh button on your
0: web browser.
1: I keep it simple. I'll just leave it at that.
0: Fair. And Passover is similar in that way in a sense i mean it also deals with not exactly the same thing but of like liberation would you say you have any knowledge at all of like what passover is yeah this one i'm not even gonna try yeah no i'm just wondering (laughs) so it's basically the celebration of being freed from slavery in egypt for the jews and I'm not going to go too down the rabbit hole of the history there, but that's kind of the general idea. And it overlaps with Easter in that way because both are kind of dealing with freedom and new beginnings. And Easter is connected in terms of the calendar and schedule to Passover as well, and often overlapping even though they can be like at most like a month apart. And it gets complicated in terms of all the details on how that works. So don't need to get into all of that. It's not really important. And even with Easter, supposedly they were having a Seder and these different types of connections in that way too, which we don't need to go into all of those, but I didn't even realize all these connections they had necessarily.
1: Yeah, I didn't realize they were that related, even though I started the episode by saying, are they the same thing? (laughs) But it's because I know that they fall around the same time. And obviously one is like the Jewish version or a similar celebration. But yeah, that's pretty interesting. And
0: earlier I asked if you had more Easter or Passover memories. And you said Passover. I think I've mentioned on the podcast that one or two points or something, but I grew up with my mom being Christian, and my dad being Jewish, and I was raised more on the Jewish side. In that way, we celebrated Passover more. And I would say, in terms of as a family, on my dad's side, it was like one of the two days a year we would have a kind of holiday get-together like that, in addition to Thanksgiving and it's like a very educational historical type of holiday. I don't know if you're familiar at all with the idea of a seder. No. <laughs> okay, I'm just wondering. <laughs> yeah. Um basically it's like a sit around the table type of thing where you read through the guide, the Haggadah and basically go through different parts of the history of passover along with certain foods that go on the plate that symbolize different things like a bitter herb to symbolize the bitterness of the slavery at the time so there's different things like that which basically are there to just illustrate the points and etc you're actually like eating these things what no, most of like those symbol, are just like symbolic that you put on your plate oh, okay, first. Okay, okay, And then, like, a meal is separate after. Oh, okay. I was like, damn, like, they f- fear factor, <laughs> like, having you eat these things out here. But there's also things like matzah, which is basically this super flat bread. Have you ever had matzah before?
1: I believe so. It looks like it's grilled or something, right? Yeah. Kind of. Not that it
0: is, but it looks like. Right, right. Yeah. Basically, you're not supposed to eat unleavened bread for the whole time passover is like seven to eight days but yeah and you have like wine and other stuff don't need to go too into the details but you have that where you go through it all and after there's like a separate meal which has like matzah ball soup and gevelte fish and brisket or chicken potatoes stuff like that so that's kind of a brief summary of how it goes and It's very much like a passing of the story down to the younger generations from the older generations type of thing. With that said,
1: would you say that, like, as a kid or growing up, Passover was something that you look forward to? You know, how you do like Christmas or even Thanksgiving when it comes to like the food and whatnot, or just family time and stuff. Was Passover something that like your family looked forward to, or it's like, oh shit, next week, Passover? Or. Was it more like, ah, shit, Passover, got to go to the grandparents' house?
0: I mean, I wouldn't say I dreaded it, but it wasn't something I was like getting super hype over, you know what I mean? And I think part of that is just because it's kind of a, I don't know if I even want to say boring, that's like a little harsh, but it's just...
1: Not entertaining.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 I get you though. One other comparison, too, that I thought of is they both are kind of geared towards, like, parents and kids or grandparents and kids. Because Mm -hmm. with Easter, obviously, you have, like, the egg stuff and all that, which can be an activity for both. And then with Passover, you have the passing on of the story from the older generation to the kids. So they're also similar in that way.
1: Yeah. When in Passovers, they're, like, just passing knowledge. Or you also pass some Benjamins, if you know what I mean.
0: Well, I was going to bring that up with... You know, when we're talking about the Easter egg hunt stuff, there's this thing called the afikomen, where basically you hide a piece of matzah within this, like, wrapping of some sort. Usually for me, it was within this certain napkin that my grandpa had. And it's hidden somewhere around the house or wherever you are. And you have to find it, and... When you do, there's either, like, money inside or the winner gets money after or whatever. Was there,
1: like, a scene of this on... can't think of the movie. Safdie Brothers. Uncut Gems. Yeah, was there something like this on Uncut Gems? Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. at one of the dinners, one of the kids comes running in, like, oh, I found it. Yeah, exactly. See, I wasn't... I mean, like, at the
0: time, I was like, oh, whatever. But now I'm, like, adding 2 plus 2, you know? No, yeah, and we can actually just touch on the movie tv stuff real quick because uncut gems is one that now it's become like a twitter joke of on passover people post like shout out to uncut gems the real passover movie (laughs) yeah yeah i can see that and aside from that there's also you've probably seen it but you might not remember but a rugrats episode on passover too, and it tells like the whole history of them like the babies acting Oh it out. yeah, the babies are like in egypt and shit yeah exactly
1: Yeah, yeah yeah okay
0: actually this year on passover or like around passover this tiktok came up in my feed and it was talking about the episode and supposedly it got like super high ratings at the time and people loved it and thought it was a really interesting way to show it and even people in the comments of the video were like Oh yeah, I remember that. Like it was so cool to either see if you're Jewish and like see the representation or if you weren't, like you learned about the whole thing that way, type of stuff. So Yeah, that's dope. Maybe I have to rewatch that. In terms of like the overall process, I guess, the way the day is. I mean it doesn't sound exciting to you either much, right? No, uh yeah, it sounds
1: like for sure one of the
0: holidays that I would not look forward to, to say the least. So I have two brief ideas to fix this. One is I think the food needs to be better. I'm not a big fan of like any of the traditional foods, really. Even like matzo ball soup, I'm not crazy about. matzah itself is super bland in my opinion. Like I've eaten it before and sometimes with like peanut butter and stuff, but it could just be better. And I just think there could be a better reward for sitting through that. And I'm not mad at it being like a educational story-based holiday, but I just think you need to gamify it. Like turn it into a Jeopardy type thing, something like that. Get some other prize rewards in there besides the Afikoman. Like you don't even have to reinvent the wheel. Bring over like Hanukkah gelt and have that be like, if you have Jeopardy, you know, you have the one gal, two gal, three gal, four gal questions and stuff like that. So I feel like there is a way to make it kind of more dynamic for a younger crowd, which is the whole point, Like you're trying to reach the kids who are younger. I think it's just too formal. And to me, it'd be interesting and beneficial to make it more fun and things like that going on. Yeah, I would say that at least just from
1: like listening to us or like episodes we've done, like Jewish holidays traditionally, I feel like always have like a like a big part of it is like the learning of the history mm-hmm. yeah, of how that holiday came about or whatever it is you're celebrating, which is kind of dope. Like that's how you keep passing it on. I mean, you could say the same thing about more Christian holidays or American holidays, but sometimes I feel like the message is lost somewhere in there. Even kind of how you said with like Easter, like how many people you think actually know what they're celebrating. And it's like uh, And Christmas too. But I do agree. Like if you can make it more entertaining or fun, then it'd be
0: way more of a pro. Overall, to wrap it up, I mean, between them both, obviously I have more experience with Passover. And I do think it has higher potential, like I was saying with these different things. And it's not all bad. Like the Afikomen is definitely great but I don't know, it could be so much better. And Easter, I feel like just has it a lot more figured out on the entertainment fun side. And like you said, you do sacrifice some of the learning and religious aspects, but at the same time to us, that's not as important. And I'm not saying I would want the whole history aspect of the holiday to go away from Passover. Like I was saying for that still to be included in my suggestions and even throw on the rugrat special and have that be part of it you know like there's ways you can make that just more exciting but right now i would probably pro easter over passover and probably give like a light to maybe even borderline solid pro for easter and you could arguably even go all the way to solid con for passover to be honest
1: yeah, that's pretty interesting. I feel like if you take Passover and give it the marketing team that Easter had or has, mm-hmm. you got something good there. Because there's like a deeper meaning, I feel. And obviously, like the whole game with the with the matzo, right? Where you put the I bread or you. the money in the bread. And it's a little game, the hide and seek with a little treasure. That's kind of dope. Like, again, that, that's all in the right place. But I think that's like about it easter has everything else you know like the fun the candy the colors but yeah i feel like both of these have room for improvement for sure i'd have to go with the slight edge on easter obviously that's like what i grew up with and what i know but i don't know if by much i'd give easter like a light pro and probably on the light con side on passover
0: but i don't know that it's by much over easter that wraps it up for this episode of pros and cons I'm Jack. You can find me at Jack Bloom Summer, summer with an O on everything. And I'm cuff You can find me at same old Kev pretty much everywhere. We should do like two eggs, but one with a thumb up, one with a thumbs down for pros and cons.
1: Not mad at that.